Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Papa Don't Preach. Thank you so much for swinging by to come visit us. My name is Obi, and I'm here with Bennett Miller, as usual. I'm here. How's it going? Oh, it's going great. Uh, happy belated uh, St. Patty's Day, which we'll get to in a second. Yeah, learning uh, things. Yes, we are, we are always learning things. How's your week been, first off? Uh, I think good. I think it's a good week. Uh, it's a long week. Um, the kids uh, have been waking up a couple of times this week. Damn. A couple of times every night this week. Uh, so it's been tiring. Yeah. My focus is not all there, but uh, I'm working on it. Like it reminds me of them being a you know, newborn, that kind of phase. Yeah. Not, not in a pleasant memory. Oh, that's a. It's <laughs> like being that's, half awake most that of the That triggers day. me. It makes my, ha- my, my the hair on my arm stand up when I hear like newborn and children and waking up in the middle of the night. Yes. It's, it's rough. It is rough. It is rough. It's, it's very, it's, we've said it before, the same tactics that. Fucking you, we use to torture people is what a newborn will put you through. <laughs> Sleep deprivation, uh, mm-hmm. high pitched noise and mm-hmm. screaming. Like you'll end up disoriented. But anyway, um, I'm glad that your week was okay. My yeah. kid hasn't been really going to sleep on time, so he's been sleeping in. Mm-hmm. I've been having to wake him up. It's the first time he's consistently. I go to his room to wake him up, and oh, he yeah. pulls the blanket back over his head. And he's like, ah. <laughs> I'm like, this is four. Oh, man, four years on the planet. He's already over it. <laughs> hey, welcome to the club, dude. Yeah, well, hey, good job, man. World record holder. <laughs> yeah, record time. <laughs> record time. This, is, this is, doesn't get any better by my mind. My boy doesn't get any better. Um, one thing I did hear uh, was that caught my ear was that the Pope was uh, saying that priests don't have to be celibate anymore. Yeah, what is the what is the word on that? Is I, that um, I think the this like pope is like some teenager that's been in a disguise. Like, you know, he's just he's, he's been he's Steve Buscemi with a skateboard and his hat backwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just like walks in there and like rattles the religious community real quick and then like shimmies away, like finger gunning it. You know, he's he's like walks up to the mic and he's like, pop, 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 pop. "Hey, um, being gay is a sin." But it's not against the law. Mic drop. And he's just like <laughs> shimmies away. And you're like, what the fuck is <laughs> uh, like, and, and yeah, now he's saying that um, he wants to, uh, for priests, not to be celibate anymore. And that yeah, the quote is, it says, there is no contradiction for a priest to marry. Celibacy in the Western church is a temporary prescription. It is not eternal like priestly ordination, which is forever, whether you like it or not. Um, so he's just saying, like, damn, you can marry who you want. You're still stuck with Jesus forever. Yeah. Which, I mean, I think it's the right way. Look, looking at it from the angles, like, to the Catholic Church here. This is the, the you know, the, the, you know, we all, hey, we all I'll, know I'll, what the Catholic Church for is you. capable of and what they did <laughs> for years and years and years up until this very day. So I think this pope is, is shooting from the hip because he's like, we got to do something, guys. Yeah, man, like, you got a bunch of diddlers on the roof over there. What the fuck are you going to do? That's. That's a that's a Natalie thing. Not funny. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I know. I mean, like, like the whole the joke about nuns being super mean. It's like if you're it, we're humans. We're social creatures. Like if you're not mm-hmm. getting any, you're gonna get you're gonna be a little peeved. Yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna get Catholic pissed. School. I'm familiar with uh, mean nuns. <laughs> yeah, I went to Sunday school, man. Everybody had a fucking stick up their ass. Yeah, or they didn't. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, between that, uh, I know that, uh, we had the LA marathon, so I really don't know what to do 
When we have the LR Marathon, it's kind of like Carmageddon out here. Like, just don't leave your house. It's Yeah, it's, there's <laughs> like a giant line drawn in the city. It's like, oh, if you're above Hollywood Boulevard or below Hollywood Boulevard, it's like, well, I guess I'll see you Monday. Yeah, pretty it's much. like you're not going anywhere. Nah. You're not going anywhere. And, like, the fact that they're... Like, I couldn't go to my farmer's market because of the LA marathon today really, really like that's a first world problem. I know what it is. Really and burnt your avocado toast. Yeah. <laughs> Very pissed about it. I need my garlic spreads, bro. God damn it. God damn it. I can't that get my hummus. bread is sitting there not being eaten. Oh, they just throw it away. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it's kind of a pain in the ass, but, um, yeah, I mean, speaking of L.A., uh, I know our teachers are going to be going on. Not our teacher, but it is an L.A. unified yeah, school strike. Yeah, I was, uh, like, uh, Big Guy Miles had speech therapy, and he has uh, Big Guy Miles and speech therapy in the big kid's school. Okay. Like, you get, take her out from daycare and do the big kid's school one day a week. Uh, and her teacher was uh, telling him that we may not be having class. You know, I might be doing it next week because we're going on strike. Uh, again. Not, yeah, again. Uh, not because of uh, the teachers, but because of like the bus drivers and custodian and like the you know the back of the as we'd say the back of the house crew. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's like not B O H. Yeah, like the the school board is just not negotiating. Like they just put their foot down and like the offers were proposed and they said no. Like we're not doing like they said no like that. I believe uh, and the teachers were like, well, fuck no. Like these people make our lives run, so they're out of you know, uh, was it uh, when people are together to to strike. No, no, what's, you know, the strike, what's like in a show of uh, camaraderie. That's a good show word. Show camaraderie, yeah. yeah that everyone's going to be like, yeah, we ain't going to do this. Yeah, so that's one, it's crazy, like, the teachers do have this power if they can agree on something that if you shut down schools and parents are like, wait, I, I got to take care of these, like, oh. No, like, I got a job, I need eight hours a piece, mm. like, wait, what's happening? And now that, like, like. Parents know, like they lived it with COVID. It's like I know what I'm looking at, and we don't like never get again. These fucking kids out. Never of here. again. Never again. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I can't imagine if I was like older, if I if this was like ten years in the future, mm-hmm. and I had a fucking fifteen year old in my house moping around on <laughs> Zoom, like all the time, just like around. God, go play some video games, God. Yeah, <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here. Stop it. God. Oh man. Uh, yeah, but I yeah, would, I would literally tell him like, get the controller under the camera, look at the TV above the camera, <laughs> and shut up. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do your homework for you. Just you, leave me alone. Just shut the hell up. Oh, uh, but yeah, the uh, the strike is, you know, I feel bad. I'm I'm with the custodians. Anything I can do to help, I'm gonna hopefully look up some things of how I can support them mm-hmm. and like. If I, I love calling my, my council, my city council, my congressman, I've left some pretty nasty messages over the years. It's like the, it's like the bare minimum. That's yeah. the least I can do is call him, be like, Hey, OB here, concerned citizen. I think you're fucking garbage. I think you're a piece of shit. I think everything you're doing is incorrect. I think that we put you in a job to do something. You're not doing that job. Like if you want to take a day out of not answering your phone and be a teacher, for a day, and then come back and say, this is cool, I'll stop calling and cussing you out. Bye. That is true. That is something we have as an option. As long as you don't threaten. Oh, no. Yeah. But, I, you, but you could call them shits. and Freedom say, of speech. You call them idiots, and you could say you're doing a terrible job. That is a really good outlet, I think, that not if Americans pursue. No, it's so good, man. because cage rattle and never hurt nobody. Yeah, I mean, I uh, today I got in a little bit of an argument with a security guard who was defending police. Uh-huh. And... Just so everyone knows, my call time is 6 a.m., which means I'm there at like 5.50. 
that means I woke up at four. Yeah. By like four thirty, four forty-five. Um, there was traffic on the one ten because of the goddamn LA marathon, marathon. <laughs> and somebody traffic flipped their on car a Sunday. on a Sunday. Ugh. But yeah, this security guard just like you know, I don't want to. Not at five a.m. Don't come to talk, try and talk to me about. So he was like talking about how he, uh, you know, he was a uh, a guard and somebody was talking shit to him and he was telling the story and I'm like I think there's more to this story because like it sounds like you're escalating the problem and not de-escalating because uh, you know your job as a security guard is not to like because he's like yeah I had to hold him down I punched him in the face and I'm like. He's like, what no, if I call, se- what were you securing? A hospital. So, some, so <laughs> told me the whole story. Somebody who was clearly on drugs and having a mental episode. Uh-huh. He's like, yeah, we have to protect the property. That's why we're there. That's why the hospital pays us. I'm like, yeah, but you observe a report. He's like, it could be way worse if I called the police. And I'm like, so you know it'd be worse if you called the police because you're acting like the cops right now. You just beat up a black dude <laughs> at a hospital. That's all I'm hearing. This is five fifteen at, in the morning. At five fucking fifteen in the morning, <laughs> and I'm like, listen, bro, like I, you have to understand who you're talking to. Um, he's like, well, no, like you can't just go up to people and call it like, call him a pig. And I'm like, uh, yeah, I can go up to a cop and call him a pig. Yeah, yeah. And it's the ego of the cop and how they handle it. Cause that cop has a choice to go, okay. And walk away because my words mean nothing to this person Yeah, or that cop can escalate it. And he was saying, well, like, you know, people need to have respect. And I'm like, no, they don't like, that's what you're not understanding. And now I'm like wondering, like, I got to call, I got to call somebody because this guy cannot be secure. I do not let this guy here. Like he sounds like a fucking problem. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, through work, like we've had to deal with various security guards. Um, mm-hmm. There's two kinds of security guards yeah. and neither of them make you feel secure. <laughs> Maybe three kinds. The one kind is the, is the old person that's just there because there's nothing else for them to do. Yes. And the other two is the over militarized man. It's like, you don't need a gun. You're protecting a soundstage yeah. <laughs> in the valley. And then the other kind is just, just worthless. Just like, just a person that's in just the like car. a hot body, just like in the car, hot box in it. Mm-hmm. It's always smells like weed, oh, never you know, awake. As someone who smokes a lot of weed, it's just like, you could probably smoke a little less if you're, <laughs> if you're securing property. So it's like, try to do your job a little bit. Yeah. Just try. Let's try. The occasional nunchucks. Oh, yeah. Ninja stars at the, at the back of the wall. I, I know the security <laughs> guard you're talking about right now. And he's actually, depending on what day it is, he's one of those. He's one of them. He's one of those. He's a lethal weapon and, and a huge stoner. <laughs> just a complete, just a warm body. Just a warm body. Oh, oh. man. Um, yeah, I remember I used hey, to. God look, bless him, though. Yeah. You know? I remember, hearts. I remember looking at the old security tapes and seeing this dude walking in the parking lot with his nunchucks, just like, wah, 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 wah. I'm like, he's obviously high as shit, <laughs> but he's also using real fucking heavy ass yeah. stainless steel nunchucks. And I'm like, damn, this fool is no joke either. <laughs> he's just like, those hurt. Yeah. He can hurt fucking kill somebody <laughs> with those things. Oh man. But yeah. Anyway, uh, fun fact that I bet you didn't know. Uh, uh, I think, is it this year, Blaine, that. I think it's this this year is the first year that vinyl has outsold CDs since 1987. 1987. Oh wow, 87 too. Yeah, right. it's like that. Uh, it makes point, sense. Like, yeah, it's 1.2 vinyl, 1.2 million vinyls, and I think it got a graphic up here against 483 million CDs. Wow, it's uh, it's crazy. I mean, you know, I'm not like a, a cool guy or anything, but I've been listening <laughs> to vinyl for a long time. <laughs> So it's not really surprising. Like I've seen that I've seen how the record sections have changed in the shops and yep. like um just I mean CDs just aren't a thing. Like they just you don't see them anymore. Once you took the CD player out of the car, there's yeah, no yeah. reason to have a CD no. player. 
And like, you know, I, I understand, like, especially like the generation above us who got rid of records. Like, why? Yeah. Why do you have them? Why are they back? <laughs> I have all my moms. Like, yeah, I've been listening to records my entire I think life. It's the same thing. Like, like, that's where it started. It's like I got my parents records and like an old record player. And like I would make I would make mixed tapes from their records so I can mow the lawn to <laughs> yeah. it. Uh, and then like in college, like I'd go to Amoeba and like I still have some of the stickers on my records. It's like. <laughs> Four times as much now for some of the some of the shit I got Yo. like for five and four four or five bucks is now like thirty dollar records no matter what. Yeah, I got the I got the Purple Rain uh, vinyl and I saw it at the last bookstore a few months ago and it was like six sixty bucks sixty or seventy bucks oh, and yeah, I was like. Yeah. Yeah, people have died too. That's uh, like, yeah, I got some records. People are still alive. Yeah, I was like, I'm like, wait a <laughs> like minute. My Bowie's were still. He was alive, you know. So those yeah, all so went up. I'm wondering how much I can sell some of my vinyls for that are like original prints. Yeah, you definitely. There's a market for sure. Yeah, there's a market. I gotta strike while the iron's hot. Like yeah, you right gotta now. check the little uh, the engraving numbers when you tilt them. You know, oh. that's that's the real deal numbers. Okay, fuck mm-hmm. yeah, look at that. I'm learning. I uh, over the pandemic, I uh, I went through a vinyl like rabbit hole and got like the records I need. Like I needed. You needed. Like <laughs> my favorite, my favorite artist. Like I completed play. Like, I got like all the Black Sabbath original prints and like oh, Led shit. Zeppelin and Talking Heads. Uh, Are you sure I, you're not a cool guy? I mean, I'm coolish. <laughs> my uh, cool adjacent. I'm I'm I'm, I'm kind of cool. <laughs> okay. <laughs> At least when it comes to records, I guess. Uh, but no, it really doesn't surprise me. Like it's um, and the whole reason I, you know, we probably listen to record, you know, at least you know five, if not every, you know. Five nights a week, if not seven nights a week, because at dinner we shut the TV off and at least do like one side, if not two sides of a record. Okay. Um, just because like they will just stare and not eat food. Yeah. <laughs> the TV's yeah. on. Uh, so yeah, it's something we do and it's like, uh, I don't know. I, that's why I like it. It's not, you don't, it's not random. It's not on shuffle. It's not, you don't skip tracks unless you're really, you know, it's something you really hate God. and you got to get in there like a little surgeon and drop the needle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's like, God, this song fucking sucks. Like that really, it really, you know, you I'm really trying. have to want to skip it. I'm in the mood for a new record player and I know that they have these ones now where it has like substantial bass too on the, mm. on the vinyls, which I'm like, I don't know how they, that just, that seems like. Wizardry. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not. I am not that nerd. Like, I'm not a sound nerd. I'm a. I'm a music nerd. You know, I got so, like what I like. So the shit that sucks with my record player is that it makes this terrible beeping sound when it reaches the end. It's like, gurum, gurum. and when you, yeah. and I'm just like, <laughs> it's louder than all the music will ever play. <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, man, I know how I know. A vinyl works. <laughs> I, the music fucking stops. Yeah. I know it's over. <laughs> That's like, all you can Thank, yeah, thanks for, for re, you know, reinventing the wheel there. Yeah, so it's very, very annoying. But I did see one for like $3,000 that I'm not going to get. Oh, no, sir. Yeah, it has, it has amazing sound. It has like a little laser in the needle, too. Mm-hmm. And it flips itself when it's done. That yeah. just seems... I mean, I mean, I guess that's nice, but that, like it kind of takes the fun out of it. Like I like walking back up to the record player and flipping it over and be like, B-side. It makes me stop whatever I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just it, it keeps me on my toes. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm a vinyl guy as well. I do like vinyls. Uh, I am bummed to see like when I see some of my CDs, like the, the only CD I have in my house right now mm-hmm. is Space Jam. Oh, do you and dance? It's, yeah, it's still in it's still in the original CDKs <laughs> at Space Jam. It's just one of my favorite at that. So I had three of uh, Basketball Jones. Ooh. Baseball Jones. Yeah. <laughs> hit him high, hit him high, hit him high, hit him high. Uh, you're bugging with, uh, you're bugging with <laughs> Bugs Bunny. Bugs Bunny rapping. Yeah. I, I never owned that one, but Brock, my younger brother, did, and I stole it frequently. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fly like an eagle. I believe I can fly. Uh, Everybody get up. It's time to slam now. That's a, you know, whenever. It's a fire back soundtrack. In the, back in the day, whenever the, like, the 
theme song for the movie like was the theme song you know like yeah. was the title of the movie you knew repeatedly it was be good. that's good shit you knew it was gonna be good mm-hmm. yeah it's just like oh song number one on this album is called space jam yeah. i wonder what that's gonna be <laughs> hot fucking fire <laughs> like you put that on morning jam you're just doing that like 1980s like sister act shoulder move you're just ready to go like it's over Anyway, I could talk about Space anyway, Jam all yeah, day. You had that one single CD. <laughs> yeah, I had that. I had that one single CD, but I had that. I had Nelly because that was the first actual CD I oh, ever bought shit. for myself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well done. Hot <laughs> shit. Well done. Well done. And then I had uh, Sublime. I had a sub- uh, the first Sublime album, and then after that, I got the Beastie Boys. But yeah, yeah. I didn't buy a lot of CDs because right when I was able to have my own money. That's when LimeWire and Kazaa came through. Mm-hmm. So we're just burning shit. That's true. I mean, I um, I did both. Like, I, you know, mm-hmm. shockingly had a bunch of records. I mean, not records. I had CDs growing up. Uh, and then once I got a computer, like, I downloaded, like, squished them all in my computer. So every once in a while, there'll be a rogue track that has, like, a, a random skip in it from, like, <laughs> some shit I put there, you know, almost 20 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, that's something. Yeah, or, like, it has, like, there's one, like, you know, one album that, like, has a track on it that has a click that I got from Kazaa. Yeah. It's, like, halfway through, there's some weird digital click that I still fucking listen to because it's still on my phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, fucking a. I I I jumped on the uh, jumped on the bad wagon when it came to ripping off the music industry. Oh yeah, like our shit um, was getting too expensive. CDs were getting too expensive. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Nelly's album was like thirty dollars or some shit. Country like, Grammar. Country Grammar when it first dropped, I think it was like twenty nine ninety nine at Tower Records, and I was like. I can't afford this, no. but I put all my money in. I got it. I Pirates didn't regret life it. for me, yeah. I, I, but that's just, I mean, country grammar, though, that was that was another EI, was ride school, with me, like, batter up. Mm-hmm. Ooh, bucket, batter up. Batter up. Uh, uh, what was that? Dear Mom, uh, Hey Ma. Mm-hmm. Uh, what, what was that song? Hey Ma, it's your son. <laughs> yeah, that. Um, I picked up the drugs. And put, I picked up the mic and put the drugs down. Yeah. <laughs> like Dear Mama or some shit. Man, that song was fire Underage too. Underage drinking in the back of someone's car. Listen to that record. Fuck yeah, mm-hmm. man. And bad enough for me. Yes. Fire, fire ass album. Fire ass <laughs> album. Country Grammar. What the, what year? That came out in 2000, I think. I think yeah, it was year 2000. Yeah, I was yeah, in yeah. eighth grade uh, when that thing came out. But yeah. Hot shit. Mm, I'm going down, down, baby. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, yeah. Boom, 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 boom. yeah like when that when that shit would hit too man it was like your friends pulling up in their suburban with their four four subwoofers in like mm-hmm. hey put on country grammar we just want to hear the first two seconds <laughs> boom 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 hot shit just uh rattling the rattling the windows but yeah anyway yeah look dude fucking the saint lunatics Country grammar, <laughs> greed, steal the show. Yeah, yeah. Uh-oh. Ride with me, yeah, EI. Yeah, yeah. I'm a sucker for cone rolls and minor toes. <laughs> um, I think that's on vinyl. That's a good one to have on vinyl, right? Yep. How much is that on vinyl? I'm thinking Look I'm gonna. Up. I think we're gonna get that on vinyl. <laughs> I think country grammar on vinyl is. I think that's where we're gonna go. I think we're gonna get that one. Let's see how much it is. And see if we can find one uh, a CD. <laughs> I want to see. It. Yeah, yeah, check it out. The <laughs> country grammar on vinyl. Uh, what's that? Let's see, thirty bucks. It's thirty bucks. God damn it! <laughs> God damn it! Okay. <laughs> what the fuck? All right, all right, all right. Fucking get it free from you. The CDs fifty three dollars. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> How do you get that used? I think that's it. A- oh my god, <laughs> that just upset me. <laughs> 
<laughs> that pissed me off. Yeah, that pissed me off real good. But uh, speaking of some being pissed off, I think I'm pissed off because Trump may be getting indicted on Tuesday. That's the whole thing. He truced it. He didn't tweet yeah. it. He truced it. But it's one. Of, I'll believe it when I see it. Like I'm sick of playing this game. Oh, no. Trump's getting impeached. He's getting impeached again. Ah. The dude is. Fucking Kevlar, man. Every time somebody, nothing sticks to this motherfucker. It's true. He's just going to slide through life. So what? We're going to perp walk him out of Mar Lago. He's going to get fingerprinted and he's going to go back home. And then we'll never speak of this day again. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what, am I wrong? Is that? <laughs> I mean, like, that's just like one of a few, like, you know, he's got a couple, a uh, couple hens in the roost right now. Yeah. He's got a couple <laughs> things brewing. They might just have to like, they might they think it's going to, they're just like, hey, we'll just knock them all out one day, Don. Like, we'll get all three, hey, let's do five and one. <laughs> Election tampering. Bro, like he has he is committed fraud. He's been money laundering for years. Mm -hmm. Um he has skipped out on multiple uh jobs where he's had to pay out people. Um he's, I, he's, I read an article he's like taking a bunch of gifts as a president and like he's like, I don't have to report that. It's like that's a gift. Yeah. Like, no, I'm sorry, sir. That's not how this works. Yeah, dude. He's <laughs> he's the type of like He's the type of motherfucker that steals the shampoo was, from yeah. the hotel. Like, <laughs> he's got yeah, he's got like napkins folded up from all the fucking embassies. <laughs> I remember when he had the documents and like everybody was like, "Yeah, he just wanted a cool keepsake. He just wanted a confidential binder." I'm like, like eight 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 hundred confidential binders. I'm like, bro, step off. So we'll see what ha what's happening with that. I don't expect much, um, but that whole family should be locked up. A bunch of cr criminals, but whatever. Um, but yes, uh, St. Patty's Day. We learned a lot about St. Patty's Day. We were talking about this before the show and looking about this, and I think it really like it spurs a bigger issue, uh, because we were both like, like there's like, <laughs> sorry, so, so that's my train of thought. No, no. So basically, like there's the 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 accepted story of like St. Patrick drove the saints, yeah, not drove the saints, drove the snakes out of Ireland. Yeah, he drove the snakes out of Ireland. Um. Which we all know is not true. There's no snakes in Ireland. No but snakes in Ireland. He could, but also, that's because he could have driven all the snakes out. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. We don't know. We don't know. I think we do know. I think the mm -hmm. scientists are like, no, 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 this is too fucking cold for like snakes to live here yeah. uh, year round. Um, Never going to happen. But there's like viral videos of uh, people saying that like he killed like indigenous uh, black people there and that like he was killing druids and like. Um, I don't know. He's like flicking people off the whole time. Yeah. He's, like, <laughs> he's just walking down he's like both fingers me, up. Like I eat my eat my saintly shit. Um, <laughs> he had a rainbow whip, and he was like, "Hard yeah. Like one of the things, like like he's not really a saint. Like they were just calling him that affectionately. And, yeah. like, no pope has ever like granted him sainthood. Yeah, his actual name is Saint. Like, his name is Marvin Saint Patrick. <laughs> that MSP. Last fact may not be true. <laughs> but but yeah. it's it's like that's the problem with information a day. Uh, is that there's no like how do you find out? And that's a that's a shitty thing too. Like you said, that's what sucks because somebody can hear an idea that's based with a nugget of truth and not mm -hmm. real. Fucking go on TikTok, go viral because you broke the internet saying that yeah, Saint Patrick killed uh, a bunch of black people and those were the snakes. Like that's how he drove this. Those were the snakes. It was the uh, uh, the snakes or were black people. That's how. And it's mm -hmm. like. Stop inventing slurs. I don't want to be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm already marginalized enough. Yeah. Jesus fuck. I got another one, but yeah, we. Um, it looks like uh, there's a little of nuggets of truth. Like, yes, he did uh, spread Christianity and convert a lot of people and dedicated his time to it. That's what it does seem. Yeah, uh, and like it doesn't seem like he was violent about it. Um, 
Because he wrote like a book about like his, it's called like my confession or whatever. Uh, I actually didn't get to the part about what he was confessing. I stopped that part. I uh, spoiler alert: probably touching boys. Um, anyway, <laughs> little ones. He didn't know he can get married. It wasn't year thousand years later that somebody came out and said he could get married. But yeah, um, Saint Patrick is uh, the the fact that he was uh, he went there to convert. Like it was he was ordered to go convert catholic like spread christianity like on that on its face that's a that's fucking annoying the fact the fact that people and like it was just the way humans are yeah, we're like still pagans, like that like now. living their little animal sacrificing happy lives yeah we go over to someone and say we know more than you we want you to do it our way where are you from not here but i'm going to tell you what to do and it's yeah. like i mean that's on his face is and shitty that's, that's the thing it's like we know that's the way of the world we know that people uh have been subjugated and uh shoved religion down their throats or forced uh for uh, religious thoughts throughout history like but i think like this case is like somewhere in the middle like, yeah you know, i don't think he was like a horrible monster uh, mm. but he also like was you know yeah he, maybe. he definitely was like converted a bunch of druids who maybe may or may not wanted to be uh converted yeah like it could he could have been a terrible person he could have been a great person like he could have been really nice but super fucking brutal and bloody bloodthirsty or he could be very peaceful but kind of an asshole like kind of a prick you know mm. like you would take a he would take a shit in front of camp instead of behind camp, like you know, <laughs> stupid things like that. Like he wasn't considered. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. I do know that in human history, if there were black people there, white people came, fucked them up, and took it. That's just how it's gone. Mm-hmm. Like there was too many of us in Africa, so they just took our shit. They left us there. They just took our shit. But every like every single story is about white people coming somewhere and taking land from the indigenous people because they think they know better. And I found it very funny when talking about what white people do and what white people do wrong. And there's a lot of white people that get like instantly triggered and offended or, and I'm like, I'm not talking about you. Mm-hmm. You were born 20 years ago. <laughs> yeah, You should not have seen what I was doing before this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was colonizing the fuck out of this place. <laughs> no, it's true. Like I was just running through my head. Not like, just like, it's, I mean, but yeah, think about it. Like, yeah, I'm trying to think of one good thing. Like, we're like, you know, the, you know, and hey, we could say, it. hey, we could say it on this podcast. It's mostly the British. Like, we yeah. know that America's, hey, we all know that, you know, we all know bad how we, we, we had it and we did it. <laughs> but the British showed up at a lot of fucking places like, hey, I like those tea leaves or hey, I want that. Yeah. And uh, we're just and byproducts just of the cutting British. cutting off fucking hands. We're, we're byproducts of Belgian. We're, we're byproducts of the British. And it's very, very funny to look at where we are now that, our country was started because we wanted our religious freedom from Brits. And so we came here and now we have a government trying to push Christianity on its people. Like this is why we got to do, we got to, we got to read our history books, man. Like this is why we got to understand where we're coming from. That's why a lot of people don't want you to anymore. Yeah. That's (laughs) why they're telling you uh, the the phrase woke is a bad word. Yeah. They don't even know what the fuck it means. It's hard to define. Hard to define. Oh Yeah. That's what happens. Yeah, this a whole fucking woke book about it. is another thing that white people stole from black people and made it terrible. It's true. That's just what happens. It was a compliment before the, the before the uh, the plague, before the <laughs> pandemic. Yeah, before the pandemic, you just got to stay woke. That was it. And now people are shitting all over things. But um, I do want to I do wanted to uh, talk to you about our main subject today: when uh, body positivity mm-hmm. and what that means to you. Um, how we're going to 
I guess, instill these ideas that we have about po bo uh, body positivity to our children and when it actually goes too far. Like, when do we say, yo, bro, take a lap. <laughs> take a lap. <laughs> Eat a banana. All right? But, yeah, we'll be right back with or Papa Don't Preach so me and Bennett can get right into this. And we're back. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for sticking around. So um, today we're talking about body positivity. And if you haven't heard it, my man Ben, it's going to break it down for you right now, what we're going to be getting into. Yeah, it's um, is the old definition from Wikipedia. Body positivity is a social movement focused on the acceptance of all bodies, regardless of size, shape, skin tone, gender, and physical abilities, okay. while challenging present-day beauty standards as an undesirable social construct. Proponents focus on the appreciation of the functionality and the health of the human body instead of its physiological appearance. Mm-hmm. So, so it basically means if, it, if it's working, you know. Just let it work. With the fucking white, yeah, what's the matter to you? Yeah, you know, I, it's great. It, uh, you see how, like, movements like this, which potential to do good, how people interpret it in their own ways and run, like, crazy with it. Mm -hmm. You know, like, having somebody who's morbidly obese that's, putting their life in danger. There's nothing beautiful about that. Yeah. And it's the same other way when somebody is extremely dieting and is skinny as fuck where you can see their bones and they're just like eating a, a leaf a day yeah. and they're health, they're not healthy. Like it's not cool. It's not cool at like, all. I, um, I don't know. I think it's like one of those things that like it's uh, women. It's a topic they talk about. You know, women, <laughs> women, women, you know them. Uh, but no, it's a dames, gashes. Sorry. Forgot about that. Yeah, one. sorry. <laughs> it's a subject that women uh, are are uh, often um, like put upon. It's like, well, what do you think about this? But I don't think it's something that men uh, deal with, too. Mm -mm. Like that, um, like, you know, like I we were talking before that, like my whole life, like I. Uh, always thought like I was fat. Like even when I was like doing like two a day football, like <laughs> like you know lifting weights. Fuck, I like, remember two a days. And I I was always a large dude and like you know, but I wasn't. I was in shape. Like, but I always thought I was fat no matter what because mm -hmm. that's what everyone. Yeah, you know, that's what I thought. Like, like yeah, that's what I. You know, but like it's just it's a hard. I don't know. It's I know there's a line to draw between like oh like. Oh, this person is is so giant and obese. Like, obviously, that's a body positivity needs to draw a line. But like, it's also like people are like stuck, and it's really hard to get stuck in your head sometimes, and like break that that what you think you look like versus opposed to like what you actually look like. Yeah, like your self image and your body image are like your self image and like your body image and like how you feel about you. they shouldn't be tied into each other, but they are, and it kind of sucks that you know, kids who bear most of the brunt of this at a young age and have to deal with it until, like, you know, they're not around a bunch of other mean kids. Yeah. Um, but they're being told that, like, you know, oh, you're fat. Like, I, like I'm considerably smaller than you are. Mm -hmm. And I was an athlete. I was in shape my entire life. Like, I played three sports. I was never not playing a sport. But compared to my brother and my sister who were just, like, physically cut and jacked mm -hmm. and the fact that my nickname was the garbage disposal because i ate everything in sight <laughs> which is also a mean thing to say to a kid <laughs> but they like they would call me fat i was like oh hey fat boy hey obi's fat obi's the fat one mm -hmm. and 
I would like to say that I would never do that, but my brother has got uh, been working a lot, so he's put on some weight, and I've been ripping into him. <laughs> <laughs> well, you need to buy some bigger shirts, bro. <laughs> Guess Jim Bree doesn't come in that size. And he, like, so it's not like I know I. It's, if the hand, I would always say like I would never do that, but then I remember as I was saying it, oh, I did do that. Like yeah. once the once the shoe was on the other foot, I kicked him with it. <laughs> <laughs> like it was not chill. But um, you know, when uh, like when we have our children, like I remember what I had to like, what it was like for us because mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, exercise was like a punishment. It wasn't something that we felt good about doing. It was like, I'm doing this to look better, not to feel better. It was never kind of given to us as a way to feel better, but it was only about a way to look better. And, you know, we were talking about this earlier, like if 10 10 years old, you notice your kid starts getting chubby, are you going to have a talk with that kid or just change their diet and kind of deal with it in the background? Because somebody's going to tell that kid he's chubby. (laughs) <laughs> like somebody's going to tell that kid he's chubby and it sucks that a 10 year old have to deal with that. But yeah. you know, like how, how would you handle something like that? Like how would you think you would handle it? Yeah. Um, I mean like we're in control of their diets, like for like for a very long time, like it's up to us to do yes. what we do. Ain't got jobs. And it's, uh, ain't got jobs. We got to feed them, feed them kids. Um, <laughs> so you're going to say fuck them kids. Yeah, fuck them kids. Feed them kids. No, we got to feed them kids. Uh, Nat and I, it's like one of those important issues for us that like they need to be active, like doing something. Cause it's, uh, I don't know. The more I think about it, it's like we, it's hard. It is hard. Like, it's very hard. Like, sports was something I was made to do. Like, it wasn't something (laughs) I I wanted to do. It was like something that I was made to do. Yeah. I mean, you mentioned that nobody really made fun of you. And I kind of laughed because I'm like, yeah, bro, you're, you're, big <laughs> who's gonna walk up to you and be like hey you're overweight and get thrown through a building like <laughs> no one's gonna fuck with you but yeah I, I completely understand what you're saying like your kids they might you don't know they yeah. might like hit a growth spurt you're like okay this kid is going to play basketball well, or like they, they definitely like have like athletic tendencies and i think they'd i'd like to see what they want to try and be interested in uh, in that, like she, like she did, was dancing, like she, uh, you know, dance role, uh, high school career and in college, and then she taught dance post college. Okay. Uh, so that's something like that she wanted to do. Like I don't want to like make my kids do, you know, like mm-hmm. it's such a fine line, man. It's like I don't want to be like I don't want to be a quitter. Like you're not gonna be a quitter. Yeah. But, like if you don't like it, like let's fucking do something else, man. Like <laughs> I don't you, I don't you wasting your time doing so- not wasting your time, but like if you hate doing soccer, like. Let's not do it. But, like, right now we're doing swim class with Miles once a week, and he fucking loves it. Nice. Like, loves it, loves it. Like, the heart, the biggest problem he has so far is that he keeps his, you know, he's just smiling the whole time and keeps getting water in his mouth. Just like, like, yeah, exactly. He's <laughs> just like, dude, you got to. Dude, he, your kid has such an infectious smile, too. Like, he, yeah, he just do, lights up the room. Every yeah. time I see him, I'm like, ah! Like, yeah, we're getting that kid an agent. We're going to. Yeah. <laughs> make some money off this motherfucker. Yeah, get, get your ass to Harvard, kid. <laughs> no, I, I, I totally get it. My kid. Uh, we put him in gym class and gymnastics and we thought he'd be great little ninjas. That's what his class was called. <laughs> and then he was just over it. And I was like, how long do I push him to be in this? And then eventually I was like, this ain't worth the wallet. This yeah. ain't worth the money to put my kid through something he does not like. Yeah. yeah. Like he's like, I hate this. But every time he touched the mat though, he was running around and like loving it, jumping in the ball pits and like the foam pits and 
uh, jumping on the trampolines. It was just getting him out of the car. And I guess we were <laughs> both of us were just over it yeah. at that point, like driving across town. He's over it. I'm he's been telling me he's over it for weeks. I'm over this fucking drive. I literally walked in there uh, like dragging him and I'm like, he doesn't want to be in this class. Yeah, anymore. He's like, here, take him. Yeah. So I just got him. <laughs> I just got him some apple juice from the little thing and left. But it, I mean, it's it's it's, you know, it is tough because they pick up on our vibe totally. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if I'm. If I'm mad and I correct Miles, like it's 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 much worse than if I'm in a good mood and I correct Miles, you know. Yes. <laughs> so no, it's uh, right. it's tough because it's like, yeah, it's a balancing act. Like I want you to be interested in this, but I also don't want to waste my fuck time. Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they only these twenty four hours go by fast, kid. Yeah. <laughs> like you said, we need like a few more hours in a day. Yeah. We need a few more hours in a day. So like, my thing is first. The what we feed our kids. That's the most important part. Eating, mm. uh, stress, like eating healthier or just eating right is the number one way to make sure your kid is healthy. Yeah. Whether they end up bigger or smaller doesn't matter. As long as you're eating correctly, that's 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 the most of the battle. It's like 80% of it. It's like 80% of it. I know that sugar is almost in everything now, mm-hmm. and it's almost really hard to avoid. So staying away from processed foods, another big one, and it's just everywhere. And it's really, really hard to cook every single day and get natural foods. And like now people are like, oh, yeah, we're going to put natural in this. And it's just fucking sugar. It's just corn syrup and fucking salt. I was, uh, I mean, yeah, the uh, the FDA is a whole other thing. It's like it's really hard to like when when like the (laughs) vaccine was happening, it's like it's really hard to support an organization that like I know you guys do some fucked up shit all the time. Uh, one of the ones, including, was like I was making chicken the other night and I had like frozen chicken breasts and it was like natural anti, no antibiotics, no whatever, and had the asterisk bite. I was like, huh, I wonder what that asterisk is. And it's like the asterisk is like there's no antibiotics allowed on any chicken in the U.S. It's like, oh, you're just advertising something that all fucking chicken has. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, awesome. Thanks. Yeah, making it like it looks like it's better than it is. Like I remember this scam that McDonald's pulled off in the nineties. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember these commercials. Where they're like new hundred percent beef patties. New hundred yeah, yeah. percent. The company, the name of the company that made the meat was called a hundred percent beef. <laughs> so it was like the meat was never a hundred percent beef. No. And like McDonald's was just like it's like the Techron, the Tech, uh, the Techron scam for Chevron. Like Chevron with Techron. Yeah, yeah. Like, they just say some shit and nobody <laughs> checks them. That's like some 1950s advertising yeah, shit. Yeah, it's fucking the old uh, a scam old cigarettes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a doctor. These cigarettes are great. This is magnificent. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I think I would say that uh, right. The average American eats 57 pounds of sugar a year. It's right in front of that us. That sounds right now. like May for me. Yeah, that's <laughs> the average American. That might be a lot because you know them, them Midwestern motherfuckers put sugar and butter in everything. I'm a I'm a sugar monster. Like we, I've I've said it before. Like that's that is my biggest addiction. Dude, brown sugar. That's how I, that's how I season my meat. Throw a little brown sugar <laughs> in that shit. Put it in the fridge. People are like, what's your secret ingredient? I'm like, love. Yeah. And brown sugar. And brown sugar. <laughs> that's my nickname. They, that's what they call me, little brown sugar. <laughs> your name's just sugar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bleach sugar from the Ohio State. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> thank you for that. Thank you for that. Thank you for that. Uh, but yeah, yeah, eating correctly and making sure they stay active is definitely very, very important. The active part is great. Getting your heart rate up for at least an hour uh, in a day 
is great finding time to do that. My kid loves working out and stretching, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be using that for my advantage. Um, But another thing is the idea that the body positive movement is being hijacked where people who don't take care of themselves are like, yeah, see, I'm fine. I'm like, no. No, you can you can swap out that meatball sub for a salad. <laughs> like I'm just nobody's saying that you have to eat salads every day, but maybe just don't eat three meatball subs a day. I um I'm gonna defer to my uh and this is like the most <laughs> like all right, and that's the end of the podcast, everybody. I love when I love when Bennett does this. Like, well, just like the pre canceling. <laughs> uh, <laughs> ultimately it's the same thing with like with drag drag queens reading books to kids or like Kids, you know, saying that their kid, you know, their kid is born a kid, born a born a kid, and he wants to be a man. Yeah, he's <laughs> born a born a born a female wants to be male. It's what it all falls under the same window as me. It doesn't affect me. I don't give a fuck. Yes, like it's like if you want to be boss, bo- you know, if you're like, I hey, I'm living large and I'm in charge and I'm healthy and living life. It's like, okay, that's fine with me. Like, yeah. I I'm not a doctor. I'm not your doctor, especially. So. If you want to do that, like I don't think, oh, you live in, a, you're sending a bad message. You, people send bad messages all the fucking time. Yeah, and being happy with your body is a bad message. Yeah, being happy with your body and, and being like unhealthy, I think is a, a message, a bad message. I can be okay with. Yeah, I mean, like I, I would say, like if there's a point where your health is effective, obviously do something about it. But there is space for larger people like all shapes and sizes, colors and skins to be depicted in the media. So mm-hmm. when you are a little bit tubby and you just got the short stick of the genetic lotto, you, yeah. know, like you just, you know, you didn't, it's just, you're a big bony kid and you might thin out as you get older. Who knows? You might struggle with your weight your entire life, but being able to see someone living life, enjoying life and knowing that you can live life and enjoy life uh, because it's depicted. That's great. Mm-hmm. It's not, Yeah, it's not happening now. But that's great that that's out there, and, and like, like we're understanding that that's where we need to go. This, um, I mean, I, like all things in my life, it all goes back to professional wrestling. Uh, <laughs> my favorite wrestler as a kid to this day is Mick Foley, mankind. Like he was the dude that, like, he looked like a dad who ran, who got off the bleachers and like decided to wrestle. Fucking cactus he was up, Jack up against the Rock <laughs> and up against fucking man, you know, like up against Stone Cold, like these fucking cut from stone people. Yeah, and there's Mick Foley doing his thing. Yeah. Um, the guy was shaped like an egg. Yeah, shaped you know? like an egg with like a, the flattest butt in the in the business, as he said. Yeah, <laughs> he take all the good bumps. But like you know, he was doing it, and he was like not not a in shape looking guy, but Mm-mm. he would fucking do half an hour, uh, kicking ass and running around, and like and lots of lots of athletes look like you know like your world's strongest man type dudes. It's like those dudes, like they sure is fucking athlete in my eyes. Like yeah. <laughs> And it's it, you bring up a great point because like if somebody was bigger, that was their shtick in wrestling was being the big one, like you know the Yokozunas or yeah, the Rikishis yeah. or the the Vaders, like the big massive dudes. That was their thing. But if they weren't, they were these super cut and speedo twenty six inch pythons, like chiseled from stone. Mm-hmm. And then you had mankind. Yeah, yeah. Then you had mankind that just fit in there. And it was nice that I I never really thought about it that way. And that's a great point uh, because. You know, there's normal looking people in the world, and I like the idea of body positivity and being okay with how your body looks and not being forced to like diet uh, extreme, which is like we'll get into that. It's a whole nother scam. But, you know, people, you know, like I think, you know, being an athlete, I remember seeing other kids 
Uh, and this thing is like they're fucking kids, like mm-hmm. wearing uh, garbage bags to to make weight for uh, certain sports and shit yep. like that. I was, that like I was that kid doing supplements or whatever crazy bullshit. Like 14, 15, 16 year old kids, like just for something you're gonna play for a couple of years. Like, dude, yeah, I was putting I was putting creatine in my protein shakes when I was so, yeah in fi- when I was fifteen. Like that's not okay. No, yeah, like, all pressure to like. To be better and to be more and to be, you know, to have a certain look and a certain what, you know, yeah, and certain what it is. And certain people, you know, like maybe I could have a six pack if like I dehydrated myself and like did nothing. But like, I'm a body type. No chance I'd have a six pack. (laughs) It's just a body types. Just certain body types just ain't gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. Yeah, I. uh, A funny story that I have is I remember when I was, I think I was 14. All right, I was a freshman and I was a freshman in high school. And I was on the freshman football team that summer. Uh, you know, I was eating like dinner for every meal. I was mm-hmm. working out every single day and I ended my summer at 155, 156 pounds. And then I came into the football season at like 210 pounds. Mm-hmm. And, you know, my head was bigger. My shoulders were bigger. And one of my coaches pulled me aside and was like, hey, we know you're juicing. Like, we're going to get your parents involved. We'll let you know right now that it's not okay. And I'm like, juicing? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Steroids. I'm like, steroids? Bro. You ain't got steroids money? I, I faked to sick so I didn't get my, la- like, my vaccines are forged because I don't like needles. Like, I am not, I'm not taking steroids. And he's like, are you serious? I'm like, no, man. Like, he's like, what? He's like, you just, you're so much bigger in like three months. I'm like, yeah, man. I'm African. I just hit puberty. My mom feeds me a full cow a week. Like all four legs yes. up on the table. Yeah. <laughs> I was just, it was just yeah, so body types are different and when these guys are kids they're going to change. They're going to change. Like you've seen people that were like super slim in school and then got bigger now or the the people that were like chubby or fat that are just like killing it now. Like your mm-hmm. body will change and you know, I I once I was seeing like this argument about body positivity, I was like, holy shit, how am I going to address this with my kid? Because I know that he's got a, he's got half my genes and mm-hmm. he's going to be a, he's going to get thick out of nowhere. It's just yeah. going to happen. <laughs> it's going to happen. Like, I don't know. He's you know, he's half white. So his ass might disappear or might get bigger. I don't know. I have no idea. Just full ass reduction. Just a full ass reduction. <laughs> I mean, that's like it's one of the things like having, uh, you know, like two adoptive kids. uh that's one of the things that I, you know, I don't want to impress my uh, feelings about my body and, like, the way I feel about myself growing up on them at all. Like, and I don't have to, it's like, you know, it's one of those things that, um, like, seeing them uh, be themselves, like, I don't have to look at them and be like, oh, look, there's a little fat Bennett. Which is like, <laughs> it's like a nice, yeah. it's like one of those weird fucking things I don't have to worry about. I don't have to talk uh, to my therapist about, you know? Yeah. New fear unlocked. Just talk to you about it. <laughs> yeah. New, new yeah. fear unlocked. Thank you for the amount, <laughs> for that. There now when go. I look at little Obi who's scared of the dark, I'll be like, oh God, keeping all the lights <laughs> on. Like, I feel you, bro. There's monsters behind every corner. <laughs> now, but yeah. I'm, I, it, my, the biggest thing is I want them to feel good about themselves. Um. And I don't want to have a. I don't want to contribute to them feeling bad about themselves. Which I think is the one of the big positives about the body positivity movement is letting them know that they look great as long as they feel great and they're living life in a healthy manner. Yeah. They're they're gravy. It doesn't matter if they they think their head is big or their shoulders aren't big or they have a pot belly and they don't have a six pack or they're not tall enough or their skin doesn't match or like it. 
the list goes on. Yeah, it just like, and it like goes on a and lot on. of those things that really bugged me as a kid. Like no, like you know, I don't think Nat has ever noticed half the shit. You know, n- none of the shit that bugged me that I thought was like, oh, someone's gonna see my elbows. Like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like like people don't give a shit like about that when you. Get oh older. yeah, um, I would tell you right. Like, are you cool with talking about one of your bit before we go away? Are you cool with talking about one of your biggest insecurities? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what we're going to do is when we come back, I think we're going to we're going to come back. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. and I want to see. We're both going to give one of our biggest insecurities when we were kids. All right. All right. All right. Sweet. We're going to be back with more Papa Don't Preach. Got to expose Bennett. <laughs> And we're back. All right, ladies and gentlemen, right before we end this pod, we promised that we're going to go over some of our, uh, in the theme of our episode, go over some of our insecurities that we had as teenagers, some that may linger on today. Would you like to go first or you want me to go first? Yeah, while we're on a break, we actually switched it over to the terabyte drive, so we make sure we have room to uh, fit it all into one episode. Yeah. All of your insecurities. Yeah. It's, like, one t- oof, it's like the cartoon where the list just keeps rolling yeah. out. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, it's like all the same shit. It's like my weight uh, has always been, you know, insecurity. And like like I've said, like I don't remember being made fun of of my weight, but it's always something I have been self-conscious of. Mm-hmm. Um, how like my size, even though I'm not the tallest guy, you know, I'm not the whitest guy. But, uh, like, I remember my dad, because I got in trouble at some point, like, talking to the library. My dad was like, you're always going to get in trouble first because you're taller than everyone and you're louder than everyone. So it's so funny because you're such a soft-spoken guy, though. Oh, I wonder why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, like, airplanes. Uh, one of my, and, like, Natalie knows this, and she's gotten a lot better about it. I can't stand a fucking photo booth. But everyone's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, it's a photo booth! How fun!" <laughs> it's like, "Oh, a show, a, a, a chance to for me not to fit or to show how gigantic my fucking head is compared to normal people's heads." <laughs> so add my head, the size of my head, to the list of insecurities. Um, no, it's it's stuff that like you just work on. Like you realize that either people are going to accept you for who you are and what you are, and everyone has like all the good people have like. Mm-hmm. Maybe with mean shit, like don't give, don't care about the size of my head. <laughs> I hope not, Obi. I can't. I'm just looking at him like, damn, he has a big head. I never noticed. I, uh, I had an art teacher who still I follow on Instagram. She's fucking great. Actually, I never had. She wasn't my art teacher. She was just all my friends had her for art teacher. I just bum hop in. Uh, <laughs> but she funny. said I had a movie star head. She's like, well, all the big act, all the actors have big heads. Oh shit, that's funny. <laughs> so I was like, it was like a fun, a weird compliment. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah, a movie star Rose, head. She's, fucking, she's the best. See, so it's like little things like that that can change your whole perspective on things. And yeah, like, you still remember this one. That's great. Mm-hmm. That's great. Um, I I had uh, I had some weird ones. Mm-hmm. So I'll go over my top three. Um, from least to worst. Uh, the least one that I was really, it happened to me one day, and I didn't realize it, but I'm flat-footed. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that people weren't flat-footed growing up. And uh, we go to the little pool, like the the swimming set, the swim center, and I remember getting out of the pool, and this girl is just like, your footprints are weird. And I'm looking at everybody else, and they have like these Things that look like footprints. Like Uh when you see footprints in the sand or like in a cartoon, they look like footprints. But mine was just this flat slab and it looked like I was just somebody was 
wetting some bricks and following me. And I never noticed it. And I was like, oh, shit. So then I would sh- we looked at the bottom of my feet. They're like, whoa, you don't have an arch. Da, 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 da. And I fa- that's how I found out I was flat-footed. Yeah. And I uh, got really self-conscious. About it. Yeah. Jesus. I, I got self-conscious about it. And I was like, oh, this fucking sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, another one is, uh, uh, another physical trait is my, uh, because I was a little bit chubbier, I realized how fat my face looks when I don't have a beard. I think you can relate. You can relate. But yeah, I remember uh, when I was working on uh, a show that you that you've worked on, um, I lost a bet with my production manager, and I had to. <laughs> oh no! I had to shave, and I was just gonna shave like down to the goatee. I was like, hey, you can shave it down because yeah, I know you don't lose it. So I tried to do it myself. And one side came off, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh shit! Like I gotta, I gotta shave this all off." And I don't grow facial hair very quickly, so it was like three months. Yeah, I was going around looking like a fucking fat baby, and it was the, and I was like, you know, I was thirty at the time. I think I was like twenty nine <laughs> and thirty. Like I was an adult. I had a fucking kid on the way, <laughs> but I was still very self conscious of how my face looked. And I was like, man, I'd wake up in the morning, I'd be like, oh yeah. I'm a monster. Like yeah. just touching my oh, face. That's right. I'm hideous. Uh, <laughs> and my last one, which was weird, which is uh, I'm allergic to nickel, like the metal, mm-hmm. which most jean buttons are made out of, and I didn't realize it. Huh. And so I'd get this rash like right under my belly button, mm-hmm. and I'd scratch it and blah, 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 and it just left this big scar. And I've always had it. So mm-hmm. like it's just like this big black scar. And I was I was like, oh, shit. Like, it looked worse and worse. And some days in the summer, it get really bad because I'm sweating on it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, it's funny because, you know, uh, I know that some of the girls I've dated would be like, yo, why is, like, they'd look at my pants and I'd have, like, a piece of tape over it or a button over <laughs> it or some shit. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. I'd be like, oh, I'll explain to them what's going on. And sometimes when I wear belts, it just, it makes me break out. And I got really, I got, my, I remember it was my own family would call me reptile. They, said, they would say, like, <laughs> I, I had reptile skin. And he called me reptile. And I was like, cool. That hurts. <laughs> All but, right. Yeah, I was like, you. cool. The fat reptile, <laughs> the fat reptilian garbage disposal. That's the household <laughs> I grew up in. <laughs> but, the, uh, you know, thank you for them. I learned how to roast people very well at a young age. So, like, yeah. you say one thing to me and it's yo mama this, yo mama that, you face this, your daddy this. I think that's why, uh, like, you're, like, your larger, chubbier guys and also, like, gay guys are some of the funniest people you know. Oh, yeah. Their defenses are up like this at all times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when you get ridiculed, uh, you learn how to use your words to fight back. And mm-hmm. you are ready to fire on all cylinders. Just like someone be like, good morning. I'm like, oh, what are those? <laughs> like, what? Oh, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> Put these six shooters away. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> My bad. Human interaction. Yeah. <laughs> um, but hey, before we leave, um, thank you for sharing. I, uh, I know last week I uh, made fun of the trailer, The Whale. And yeah, I was yeah. not allowed to watch it with Shannon. <laughs> so I had to watch it by myself. She watched it mm-hmm. and she gave a nice little eye roll and said, let me know what you think after it didn't give me any spoilers. So I watched The Whale and I do think Brendan Fraser did a great job of, I in my lifetime, I have never seen anyone not be funny in a fat suit. <laughs> and Brendan Fraser made it not funny. Yeah. Now. He made it believable. He made it believable. But yeah, I mean Darren Ar- uh, Aronofsky, Darren, Ar- yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's really good at kind of putting you in that person's position and like mm-hmm. 
you know, it, it deals with alcoholism and uh, death and religion and all, there's all this stuff, things that tie into it where you're thinking, but I mean, the movie was very dark and it just wasn't good. Oh, really? It, I don't like this. It just seemed like it was trying really hard. And like, I guess I just could not relate to this fucking character. Yeah. It, is it Oscar bait? Like that kind of thing? It it's is like, oh, I see. What, yeah. It's just Oscar bait. Because mm-hmm. like what they don't tell you in the trailer is that this is basically one week. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to tell you the end, but it's one of the dumbest fucking endings of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, are you going to see it? Well, is it is it like, like I saw like the poster? So is it like all right, his, da- his, da- his daughter's like it's like all the rocks are there, and his daughter's like holding her hand up, and then spoiler the whale like jumps up over uh, her <laughs> yeah, daughter. Yeah, like, Michael as, Jackson singing as yeah, exactly Hold as he's me. like. <laughs> so Brendan Fraser <laughs> is escaping. Um, Maybe another whale movie. I'm getting. Mistaken. I think you're mixing up your whale movies. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, this one is about. Uh, this actually is about Brendan Fraser at SeaWorld and uh, <laughs> no. uh, dragging a trainer down into the water. <laughs> 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 no. Okay. So, spoiler alert for everyone. If you, um, you know, if you don't want to get the movie spoiled for you, I suggest you tune out here. Thank you mm-hmm. for so much. Like and subscribe to us move on because the rest of this is going to be a spoiler big shout out to our producer blaine pierre thank you very much bennett dna does our music aaron mostow does our music this is papa don't preach i'm warning you spoiler alert moving on Mm -hmm. so in this movie uh there's a bit there's a big scene where his bitch of a daughter that's the only way to describe it's a stranger things girl right it's the stranger things girl Mm -hmm. who's i guess her character is just being a bitch because she was the stranger kid yeah the run up the hills girl yeah Mm -hmm. that she was the same person in this movie just meaner (laughs) (laughs) you know she walks in there he hasn't seen her since she was eight so like eight years she's like Mm -hmm. 15 or 16 um you know he walked out on his family because he fell in love with somebody a man Mm -hmm. and he the man died and he let his weight get out of control he just didn't know how to cope with it so his daughter he's like doesn't want her to leave when he first meet her like don't leave he's like can you walk walk here to me right now and i'll stay and he's just like trying to get up and he's like making all the grunts which you can't do seriously Mm -hmm. table falls over he starts coughing daughter leaves yeah yeah so at the end of the movie um you know he he offers his daughter some money to to stick with him um, because he wants to get to know her. He's like, I'll give you all my money, my savings. I don't go anywhere. I just work. I just I don't do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, he asks. She's like, if you write this essay for me, because apparently she's a gifted writer and he's a English teacher that's a creative writer. And the only way he can calm down when he's having a stress attack or a panic attack is here, either reading some uh, his t- students writing or being somebody reading something to him. Mm-hmm. So. His daughter's like, hey, uh, you need to go to the hospital. I don't want you to die. And he's like, I'm not going. This is it for me. Like, blah, blah, blah. And he starts panting. He's like, just read me. Just read me your essay. So she starts reading it. And he's looking at her. And he's looking the worst he's looked in this movie. Uh And so he tries to get up to walk over to her. And. I'm telling you, there's just no way I was a, I would have been able to see this in the theater and not start ex- laughing mm-hmm. uncontrollably because this guy is trying to throw his arm over and he's like, rrr, rrr, trying to get up. And then when he finally gets up, 
they just zoom in on his left foot, kaboom. And like, I'm like, is this 4D? Like, does this entire house just shake? <laughs> but I do have the base up. And he's walking, he's like shoveling over to his daughter while she's reading. And then his feet lifts off the ground. It fades to white. And he's like, oh. And that's the end of the movie. So you assume that he had a heart attack yeah. or died or whatever. He ascended. Like, it keeps cutting to the beach. Mm-hmm. Like, the only memory he has of his daughter and them together, the whole family together. And the movie was just like, okay, so this girl just saw her fat dad die trying to walk over to her. That's the end of the movie. And I just, it was it was an hour 50 I didn't get back. I'm, I, I want back <laughs> that I'm never getting back. I don't think... It, it sounds like they could have trimmed twenty off of that and make yeah. it a solid ninety. Yeah, I mean there was uh, there were some weird parts in the movie. You know, like the first scene, like it goes hard in the paint. The first scene is him violently masturbating to gay porn while and then having like an anxiety, like a, like an attack, and like argh, argh, and you know the pizza guy, like uh, the 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 church guy. It's this like missionary guy who keeps uh-huh. like walks in on him and sees it, and like it's. It's a whole thing. Well, that, I mean, I'd rather watch that. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. You just sold me on the movie. That's, uh, that, you sold? You sold? I was like, oh, man, that sounds like sold. a movie I want to watch. Yeah, man. Oh, God. <laughs> the binge eating and, like, it's just not a great movie. Uh, Sh- uh, Shannon made a very good point. She was just like, I realized through the entire movie I was making this absolutely <laughs> sour squinting, face. sour fizz face. <laughs> and she's like, I'm like, yeah, man, like, nobody wants to go put themselves through that like yeah. why why would you do that but yeah you know. i um yeah, actually makes me want to watch it it's like oh yeah it's, yeah i like making faces in movies yeah i i so i suggest watch it and report back yeah. all right I was, well it's like it, you know like requiem for a dream like that's a movie i watched once it's yeah. all you need to get that's all that's, you need to do is watch it once that is the movie i compared it to yeah yeah and i was like i remember like some of my weird friends and this has had to do with like I don't know, weird white teen angst in like the 2000s, but they mm-hmm. would watch that and be like, let's watch record. I'm like, again? No. They're like, how about Johnny Darko? I'm like, again? Again? No. <laughs> Why do you want to watch that? Put on Space Jam. <laughs> 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 I'm not going to do that again. <laughs> Fuck. But yes, that was The Whale. Um, it made me uncomfortable. I, I, I gave it two thumbs down. Oh, I'm gonna watch. Yeah, I want to watch it now. You gonna watch it now? Yeah, yeah. Cause I feel like the movies you really don't like are the ones I, w- I want to watch. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're correct. <laughs> All right, everyone. Well, thank you so much for uh, sticking around with us at our pod. This is Papa Don't Preach. Big shout out to Blaine PR producer. DNA does our music. Aaron Moss out there on our our beats down. Big Bennett, thank you so much for bearing your soul. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is Papa Don't Preach. Everyone, go see the whale. Let me know how terrible it is. <laughs> we out. Later.